I'm having a tough day, guys. Oh man, I'm sorry. What's what's going on, Josh? Well, it's the we're in Florida to see my family for Thanksgiving, and it's only 62 degrees. We didn't even go to the beach today, Seth. I barely saw the sun. It drizzled lightly when we were overlooking the bay, and oh. I don't know. I'm thinking I might have to put on a jacket for this evening, and I'm just having a really hard time with all of that. Sounds really hard. It is really hard. How's Minnesota? Um, I think it it's like 15 degrees out right now. Oh, well, you know, I mean, at this point, what's the difference, right? I mean, if I can't, mm. guys out, thighs out. I mean, I am wearing shorts. Let's not get ridiculous. But, I mean, we're just all going through some really difficult things right now. Nate, is Kansas City, Kansas City temperature-wise, you got sleeves on, it looks like. Let me let me tell you this, buddy. You chose the exact moment to get out of town. Um, It's, like, legitimately cold for once. Um. We- yeah, it is. No, I, I listen, Nate, I know it's 60 degrees in Florida. I mean, it is freezing. Uh, it is uh it is quite the same here, but cool looks at my phone. Thirty three degrees? Ooh. How's that how's that doing for you? Hey Renee, oh. could you open the window? It's Only with games. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Only Weird Games, formerly known as Time's Ours. Sorry, Nate, what was that? It's the what now? I, I think we're... Wow, uh, we've, we've gotten even up to 36. We're, 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 30, we're 36 degrees. Uh, you could put ice outside and it would melt eventually. That's great. Now, I know people need to do this because if we didn't do this as a community it would no longer exist am i going to see tech nine no (laughs) no it's too cold and uh if you don't know what i'm uh referring to ladies and gentlemen it is the annual plaza lights Uh, (laughs) turn those suckers on tech nine uh so you know, Tech Nine's reached this place that I didn't think was possible for him uh, 15 years ago. Not just to cross over um, into more mainstream pools, uh, but yeah, he's now performed at halftime of very important Chiefs games, and he's turning on the plaza lights. Seth, you know, we used to hold that for a time that was, you know, not that long ago. Back when this man was on the most enjoyable experience of his career, one could say he was in MVP discussions. That's right, kids. Back in the day, we used to let quarterbacks like Alex Smith turn the lights on. That's right. Now the plaza lights are not a big enough deal for the guy who's the most talented player in the sport. So, you know, it's one of my favorite parts of, by the way, Quick side. It's weird that they. It's weird that Justin Watson isn't willing to. <laughs> oh, turn him on. Yeah. Who 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 would be the most comical player they could ask to turn the play today? MVS, hands down. Like I mean, that's not even a what's that? Hands down, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that that poor that poor. Oh uh, oh oh god. Um, yeah. 
Uh, you know, hey, who do you think the who do you think the first player down the pecking order would be who would say yes to doing it? Like you start with Mahomes, Travis Kelsey will not be there. How far she Jones was a no. Chris Jones was a no. I would think Isaiah Pacheco because he's oh, that's from a great one because he's from New Jersey and uh, you know he's used to these cold uh, conditions. Um, you know. I wasn't. I really thought we were doing like some kind of bit on New Jersey. It's like I'm from New Jersey. They'll say yes to anything. I was like, true. Course, true. I didn't know that caricature. Like, I'm, it's hard to say. Yeah, I was gonna anyway. say that I think Willie Gay would do a great job with it. Like, there would just be so much energy they could plug it right into him. But it's a specific. So that's not gonna. That's a great. It's not. Point. Yeah, it's not. Work. As if Pacheco's the one. Um, Nick Bolton could do it and make sure that everyone's standing where they ought to be. <laughs> Everybody pre-snap. Everybody, everybody get pre-flicker. Pre pre-flicker on. Are we good? Did you get the call? Lean over, tap in the right side of someone's butt because they got to move over. Move over. Yeah. Get in the B-gap. Uh, <laughs> so, look. Yes, did Tyler Palco turn the lights on? Sadly, he didn't last long enough. Um, But the reason why I say this is because one of the best parts of uh, Kingdom Quarterback is the entire chapter on you know, Alex Smith was having an MVP season. So good that the height of Alex Smith's time as a Chiefs quarterback was literally turning the plaza lights on. He lost his job three months later. So, look, <laughs> you know, uh, now we now we have these things for Tech 9. And, of course, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin on the most grateful, thankful days of the year had to chat with our beloved friend Matt Derrick about why he dropped that pass, y'all. Why he dropped it. Um, so, you know, this is my recommendation to, uh, Chiefs Digest, uh, with our lovely friend, Matt Derrick, who spent his Thanksgiving Great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who somehow chose, actively chose to spend his Thanksgiving interviewing MBS as to like, Hey man, what you going to do? How do you live it? What are you thankful for? That is the most Matt Derrick story that I've ever heard in a series of Matt Derrick. Like, seriously, like, in case people think, because we're, we're sarcastic a lot here, Matt yes. Derrick is just the nicest guy. Like, he makes Nate look kind of like a jerk. And you gotta <laughs> understand how nice a human you have to be to make Nate, like, I would say know. at the very least, there's a legitimate competition. Yeah, yeah. Cheats beat writers for nicest person. And yeah. it, you know that Nate has competition, or frankly, you know that Matt has competition. I don't mean to exclude anybody. I'm just picking, we've got two to start with here. It's a very yeah. group. All, I, all I'm saying is, you know, if I walk to Marquez Valdez-Scanlon, maybe he says no. Now, I'll give him credit. He he did talk to me after their loss to the Denver Broncos, but he couldn't say no to Matt Dare. No, no, no. You can Thanksgiving. I don't want to be a prick. So, yeah, let's, let's, have a, let's have a quick therapy session that I can be uh, back to normal, back to reboot, uh, restart, little little in the cartridge for Marquez Valdez Scantlin uh, before Chiefs Raiders. Hey, listen, we're we're here. You guys have both written about. Let me check my notes again. The Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers and the issues with getting deep shots completed and the offense being not quite what we expected it to be. That's wild, guys. This is a brand new storyline. Uh, but yeah. you have both done new things on it, and we'll we'll get to the defense and and looking ahead to, to Chiefs Raiders a little bit uh, because it's kind of a maybe it's just because I you know turned into a puff of smoke on Wednesday evening to to get out here, but mm. it's kind of a quiet. It feels like a very quiet Raiders week again. Thanksgiving week, and 
Uh, again, I'm not, I wasn't as plugged into all the pressers and everything. And now it's like Max Crosby, probably not, which takes out maybe the most uh, exciting individual storyline of this game. Uh, vis-a-vis waking up the wrong or uh, right mother bleeper. Uh, but with with that being said, we'll, we'll get around to that here in a little bit. Let's start with uh, with where the wide receivers have left us so far. Nate, I'm going to start with you before we dive into all of Seth's details on the deep pass. What, yep. what has it been like as you've been out there for media this week and this being the storyline that you can't really... It, it Here's my little struggle. It's like I tweeted it out, not, not a joke about MBS, just a stat comparing his season to Alan Lazard, who was a healthy scratch for the Jets today. And yes. man, Alan Lazard, what a terrible contract and a terrible season. And his season has been, production-wise, MVS's season. Mm-hmm. It's like one-to-one. It's crazy. I don't feel good about my hands-down joke from earlier. Like, it feels kind of like kicking somebody when they're down a little bit. A well-compensated professional, but still, it's not, I don't feel great about it. Yeah. But, Nate, the, the whole team knows this has been a nightmare in terms of where the receivers have stood lately. What has it been like? And, and then when you sat down to, to write about the obvious facts of the matter, what was that, what was that process leading you to? Yeah, it was it was something where, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate being, you know, transparent and I hope our listeners and our viewers appreciate it. But like everybody watched that game on Monday, guys. And I mean, everybody, um, you know, the highest rated game of the season by a wide margin to where my boss's boss's boss was like, I think we got to write about these drops. Um, <laughs> still look, man. So look, man, when Steven Ginsburg's like, hey, dude, uh, <laughs> I'm on my couch and why are they dropping the football? It, it does make the next day story a little bit easier. Now, um, one of the things that you notice this week is the Chiefs are trying to keep everything as similar or as same as possible, right? That is one of the benefits of having Andy Reid as your coach. You don't overemphasize things when things go wrong. You don't necessarily underemphasize things when everything's going right. So They've tried to keep a, a, a decent amount of levity to all of this while understanding that, like, yeah, you got to get more repetitions. You know, Matt Nagy sort of alluded to the fact that, hey, maybe guys are going to stay a little bit later after practice. I actually saw that today. I actually saw Patrick Mahomes with his receivers on the field. And so practice was done. Guys can go through their individual drills. They can go have a conversation with a coach or two about a certain you know, aspect of the gameplay coming up. Hey, when they do this, you know, what should I do here? Hey, I just want to double check some things because, you know, part of the collective bargaining agreement, we only get two and a, what, two hours and 25 minutes to be out here. So even though this isn't a rep, I just want to ask you before we go into like team meetings or obviously guys get ready for the weekend. Um, Like ask if like they're playing middle field closed with a single high safety, whether you should actually run the post or straighten it out and do it, keep it up as a goal, things like that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why this is the best Chiefs podcast, because Seth was leaving, and yet uh, he knows how to adjust on the fly, perhaps better than some of the Chiefs receivers. I I know how to recognize you sitting from my couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different things. Now, I want you to be, I want you to be clear, ladies and gentlemen, that, that we've been podcasting since 2019, so we have our chemistry. We have things really down. We know what the what the audience slash defense wants. And, you know, we, we're we quick to pivot and adjust to those things. But, yeah, you can have another conversation about, like, hey, if Marcus Peters does this, I should probably do. Yep, that's right. Okay, just wanted to double check. Double moves, baby. Before we get out there. So, um, 
Yeah, yeah. Pass law, yeah. When when Dan Arlovsky's putting your business out there to everybody on NFL Live, and when Andy Reid tried his best on Wednesday to be like, well, he could have flattened it out a bit more. <laughs> Which is as that's as sharp a criticism as Andy Reid is ever going to give to a player on a live mic in front of reporters. Could have, he could have flattened it out. You know, you know, he could have flattened it out. Stop asking me that question. Oh, uh, it's, it's you know, so it was it's it's been a it's been an unusual week just because they know that they probably should have won Monday night. You are on a short week against your arch rival who seems to have life. You know, they're not, you know, they're not dead on the on the on the machine. They beat the New York teams, but that counts for something. I remember a Chiefs team that couldn't beat either of the New York teams, so I've been there. Also, also during the greatest year in Alex Smith's career. Just what a time. Uh, great, great reference, Mr. Briscoe. So I'm still hurt by that. What you realize is, is that their issues are both so easy to explain, like uh, Dan Orlovsky showed us, or like Seth alluded to earlier, um, not doing what the quarterback actually wants you to do. It's also the thing that like, you know, as I said in the last episode, you know, they have a drill preparing themselves for these drops. Um, they have to get to a point to where they are not only in time with Mahomes in terms of their rhythm, but they have to just concentrate on, like, making sure they secure the catch before doing anything else. And I think that's where a lot of their drops have come from. Uh, that's what I tried to write, uh, you know, at a decent manner in The Athletic earlier this week. Um, but Marquez Valdez Scantlin saying that, Hey, I've been, I've been in those positions before I'll be in those positions again. Again, this is him talking to Matt Derrick of chief digest. True. But you know who I, but you know who I think is kind of play on Sunday, Josh, who might take snaps away from Marquez Valdez Scantlin. We're getting the Richie James experience guys. The breaking case of emergency is literally Richie James. Because uh, McCole Hardman's out and and uh, Jerick McKinnon is out. That's the the official. And Kadarius report. Tony is incapable of running a nine route. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I missed number. So McCole Hardman's out with a thumb. Jerick McKinnon's uh-huh. out. I actually don't remember what Jerick McKinnon's injury designation is because I just assumed it's, it's a half body. Yeah, old- it, it's it's a groin. It's a it's a strained groin. Um, he, I mean, he stretched out, and it hurt. You know, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's like me in the morning. Ooh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me slow down. Let me slow down. So McKinnon's out with the groin. Hardman's out with the sprained thumb. And it made it, it sounded like it could be more than just this week for him. Thank God the right. story pick won't be a part of our lives. And uh, Canary's Tony is out, just parentheses, distrust is what it says. <laughs> oh, right. Andy Reid Rice is out, cannot target beyond five yards. Uh, he's got like so, a limiter on, you know how like some of those trucks are like can only go fifty five miles an hour. Rasheed Rice's can only go seven yards downfield. Yep, <laughs> uh, yep. Well, it's yeah. like the reverse of the movie Speed. You know, <laughs> where you you couldn't. Don't you drive that bus any slower than fifty five, Sandra Bullock? Uh, let Keanu I mean, Reeves save you. I mean, prime Sandra Bullock. I mean, <laughs> child, I would have done things. Um, so. <laughs> And the child, 
the best the best part is when they think they're gonna run over a baby in a uh, in a stroller, and it's a it's it's a it's all the recyclable cans of Los Angeles, all of them. Um, yeah. It's just cans. I no, the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, that was a dark turn there. Like you really wanted to earn that R rating, huh? But yeah, it's a it's a Sandra Bullock losing her mind because understandably, and oh. Um, the best part is Keanu Reese having to remind her, you can't slow down. <laughs> like, like, I know you almost just killed a child, but you can't slow down. Yeah, yeah, you no, cannot look, slow down. Okay, the other side of this is the idea that they're driving through city blocks in Los Angeles, yes. 55 miles an hour and not killing anyone. You couldn't drive 55 miles an hour through Park Rapids, Minnesota without killing someone. <laughs> like, there's no way. Drive 40 something. Well, okay, no, I'm not encouraging you to break the law. Imagine as you drive on a road where the speed limit's 25, yeah, imagine if you were going time and a half that, or twice that speed, people would die. And but anyway, I'm sorry. I just the Rasheed Rice thing, you know, of of the passes, thirty yards in the air, all twenty six of them, you know, they've won to Rasheed Rice one, one, one time. Mm-hmm. His average depth of target, not just yards in the air, past the line of scrimmage in college, fourteen yards. So probably more about twenty yards in the air. But it's cool. He probably doesn't know how. He actually, you remember in Field of Dreams? Oh, yes. Where once they got to the, uh, you know, wait, just wait. He runs to the the chalk lines, drops his glove and looks down. And the music is playing and he knows. Mm -hmm. If he crosses that line, he's going to get this close to his dream again. This close. And then he does it because, you know, a kid was dying. Actually, he hesitated a little longer than I'm comfortable with. It's like, dude, like, okay, I get it, but come on. The hot dog. Somebody else couldn't have given her the Heimlich. You didn't have to do it. Yeah, no, that is, that is also me. There's, there's a lot of yeah. questions there about this. Like, this child's choking death. It's like, no one else could have figured that out. Yeah, somebody like, else wanted to pop her in the sternum. And no, everyone else, wait. Like, and then, huh? And then she waits. If I said wait to my wife, she would ignore me completely. And run, and while she calls 911, start loading up a pistol to come shoot me when she gets back <laughs> for saying something stupid. But anyway, the reason I give this analogy, because apparently Rasheed Rice, if he mm-hmm. runs that far down the field, will just turn into an old doctor <laughs> or something. The analogy fell apart at the end. No, I just, no, it's kind of, it was kind of, it was kind of, uh, yeah, it was, it was a joy, it was so a joy ride, right, a literal yeah, joy. The rest of the time, it really made sense. Um, but I, I just, anyway, I'm sorry, Nate, you were talking. No, I'm just, I'm so frustrated after the, watching those snaps and taking really precise, good notes on them. No, Seth, I want to know before you get to your stats on this deep ball. Um, yeah, I guess the chiefs need to, I guess the chiefs need to realize if they can't complete a deep ball against the Raiders with that, Lord. that, that team bus is going to run over a baby in a stroller. Like that won't be a can. <laughs> That won't be a can. That won't be. That won't be a stroller full of, of of recyclable kids, guys. You'll kill a baby if you can't get Patrick Mahomes to throw and complete a deep ball against the Raiders. You know the team he's done it to the most. You know the team where last year they were like, okay, we oh, we win today. We win the one seed. Cool. Justin Watson, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you the ball in your hands, 50 yards downfield on the first drive. Uh, which they scored a touchdown, and then the game was over. The game was over. We could have just called it in. Um, an insurmountable seven-point lead. Yes, yes. So if you can't complete a deep ball on a game, inserts notes, the Las Vegas Raiders, then we got 
I, I'm fearing the baby and the mother's life, honestly. But <laughs> they'll back up to make sure they hit the mom. Like, I got to say, Nate, that out of context, that quote, well, even in context, in if you don't complete this, you will kill a baby. That's like, then, hey, um, hey, hey, in terms of concentration issues, somebody's got to say it, all right? Better focus. That's Wait, so speaking of concentration issues, I, I before we get into the notes itself, Seth, you got absolutely cooked yesterday i didn't realize what i was leading you into with your mm-hmm. ad in the margins and everything slight so was a, it was brutal you were like a baby in a stroller behind the speed bus or in front of the speed bus um and i felt a little bit bad because i've seen the completed notes so if i give you like five seconds to defend yourself will you do get yeah. work with that mm. yes absolutely so the longer let's take a break is- what's up chiefs kingdom this is tucker franklin from kc sports network thank you for listening to today's show Make sure to follow us and subscribe for more Chiefs content wherever you get your podcast. If you want to support us further, you can shop the latest collection of KC Sports Network merch in partnership with Sandlot Goods. You can find hats, shirts, hoodies, and more at sandlotgoods.com. You can click the link in the description for more information. Hey everyone, this is BJ Kissel. We'll get right back to the show. I just need a minute to share some important news, but as always, thank you for the support. The KCSN Foundation just launched our third annual Soul of KC Holiday Raffle and Toy Drive, and it benefits Operation Breakthrough's Christmas Store. This campaign has raised more than $35,000 over the past two years, helping provide a better Christmas for kids in our community. And it's simple. We sell raffle tickets for a chance to win any of the more than 20 fantastic prizes that we have available this year. It's things like a Travis Kelsey autographed full-size Chiefs helmet, or a Chris Jones autographed jersey, a George Karloftis jersey. How about a Patrick Mahomes autographed mini helmet? We've got gift cards to local restaurants like Capitol Grill, Mission Taco Joint, or Third Street Social. You can find the full list of prizes on our social media accounts, or you can click the link in the description of this show. Again, all of the proceeds go to buying presents for Operation Breakthrough's Christmas store, and you can get tickets now through December 4th. Help us continue to help others, because that's what the KCSN Foundation is all about. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. The holiday season can be a time for great joy, but also extra added stress to your life as well. Whether you're stressed about possibly meeting with family, traveling, or more, it can be a difficult time during the holidays. Adding something new and positive to your life can be a way to counteract some of the stress and those feelings. Therapy can be an opportunity for you to talk through some of those feelings and allow yourself to de-stress and decompress a little bit and feel better about the situation you might be in. It can help you feel more grounded and more settled in your life. Everyone deals with the stress of family, travel, financial stress, job stress during the holiday season. Instead of bottling up some of those feelings, it's best to have an opportunity to express them. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, especially during the holidays. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this holiday season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash KCSN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash KCSN. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Does he not see it coming? How? I mean, how does he not see it coming? Guys, Josh is on a on a historic pace. I mean, like, I mean, this is like, this is like the Warriors when they were, you know, 73 and nine. I mean, how do you stop them? I thought he was going to get, I thought for sure. I thought he was going to get it too. But but I knew once I made it a chance for him to defend himself (laughs) about a practice, I knew I, his eyes were dinner plates. Oh God. You, incredible. You know, and Tucker was so ready. He was just like, Hand over the button. He's like, oh, I'm going to hit this button so fast. This is like that one announcer with the NBA that was ready with the bang. He was right there with it. That was, uh, our, that was our LeBron. Wade, alley-oop, arms out moment. You were, yeah, you were on you, an unbelievable heater right now. Like the likes of which I cannot recall. This is like the second quarter of Chiefs versus Texans in the 2019 playoffs <laughs> where you just can't do anything wrong. You've got Dan Sorensen making play. You've got, like, every play calls working. Guys are fumbling on the kickoff. Ever, it's just, you're just steamrolling. Don't ever forget that. Oh, oh. In, a, in a stadium surrounded by the most, uh, please, Lord, let us win, fans. Oh. Uh, with, with the ball in his head, Darwin Thompson said, Oh, I can run with this? And everybody's like, yes. <laughs> he gestures at the tight end to yes. block. And the tight end's like, what you think I'm doing? No one like, <laughs> you think like, you got to tell me? Like, if Sorsen just gave you the football on a ridiculous he kickoff, like on a, dick, a ridiculous kickoff return, and Darwin Thompson's like, I can run to block that guy. Thank you, Darwin yes. Thompson. Everybody's like, run, Darwin, you have the ball. <laughs> run. Yeah. Um, now, if people want to check out what happened with the notepad, you can check it out on Twitter. Josh quote tweeted me because when I take notes, um, I, I take even other attorneys actually tease me a little bit because I take really copious notes um, during hearings. And a lot of that is well, actually for sad reasons. If we went down a hill there, we're down, down the road there. But like, it's well, that went back. That's real. Yeah, yeah, it's just, like, I, like, it's just I really want to always know exactly what happened in the hearing because um I, I don't necessarily feel like I'm that much sharper than any other attorney. But one thing I'm good at is I do prep and I take good notes. So like, well, the judge said we got to I'm like, oh, really? Are you sure? Because 
page nine. Actually, what he said was, and that is, there are very few moments any attorneys we have watching are just like, oh, oh, it's just delicious. It's like, actually, your client was ordered to do this. So stop telling me what the judge said, or I'm going to put a pen through your eye. But uh, you don't actually say that if you're a lawyer. That part's no, lawyer, yeah, you're right? not allowed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'd, I, I, I will fill both for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'd filled out the left side and I hadn't even, I was just showing people the preview product because I needed to write notes about each play. So there's this massive blank space to the right side. And oh my goodness, so Josh, you quoted it and I just got, you should really, I laughed for a long time reading the replies. I mean, I was getting cooked. It was someone, <laughs> the best one, someone said, well, and my handwriting's not great. And the best one of all of those was someone said, you write like a dyslexic child writing with his non-dominant hands. Jeez, God. Wow. Holy my God. favorite one, shout out to Blake, was just, this is an illegal pad. That one <laughs> <really> stuck <laughs> with me. Uh, yeah. That one stuck with me. Oh, but it was worth it in the end. And yeah. I just, guys, I need a pat on the back. I wrote, you know, I reviewed every, every deep shot that she's had taken. Ball in the air, 30 yards, which means, you know, it might only be 20 yards past line of scrimmage or 25, but ball in the air from Mahomes' hand to where it landed. And I named it Deep Trouble, reviewing every deep pass. I mean, come on, Deep Trouble. That's good, right? It's fantastic. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Learn how to write. Oh, you want me to talk about it now? No, I just put it in. All I really want said is I just want, I read the story. People can read the story. I just want you to put the numbers on the left side of the red line and then everything else on the right side of the red line. <laughs> you just want me to stop it. writing like a psychopath. Just, that you it's just that you like yeah. knew the parentheses for the numbers. It's just like, well, it's right. Look, the word is there for you. Look, you, you, you're, we're in the mail room. Uh, you're Charlie Day. I know Carol's not in HR. I see where the lines are going. I just need you to connect the dots, Seth. Why <laughs> is there no Carol in HR? And why? <laughs> It complete a deep pass. So the Chiefs have not completed a pass 30 yards in the air or more since um, their matchup against Denver in the first quarter. Ooh. Um, before that, their last one was against Minnesota. They started off in the year a little bit better. Okay. But it's been, I mean, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different attempts, incompletes. I mean, these are the notes. You know, Watson flattens rather than pylon. Drop, perfect throw. That's the Sky Moore one. Uh, MVS, desperate heave. MVS gets muscled. It was pass interference, but good Lord, man. Watson, incomplete, not on the same page. MVS can't haul in. Okay throw. Not a great throw, but an okay one. Watson moves inside rather than deep. MVS spins. It's bad, man. It's a bloodbath. And I just... So, Seth, did you see the play? I just want to ask you a question. Did you see on the All-22 where they had Darius Tony in a spot next to Patrick Mahomes, kind of Debo Samuel-like? He ran a wheel route, and he could have kept running. Your thoughts? Football's hard. (laughs) I I understand. There there are reasons why there are trust issues with the young guys. 
Uh, and Audi thought he should have got the ball. That's the best yes. part. That's the best part of the all 22 is him visibly being like, they finally let me run a, a, a route that lets me go a little bit farther than I feel comfortable with or that they've ever let me. Do. Oh, I want the yeah. ball. I yeah. want the ball. Yeah, throw me the ball. That I, I would have loved to see them go after him. I would love to see. He actually got missed on the middle of the field on a deep shot to Sky Moore that was more of a scramble drill play, and he was running a dig across the middle, and he was kind of open. Here's the deal, though. I mean, the biggest, the most telling thing to me with this whole thing is that, I mean, when you when you look at the numbers in total, the vast majority of these deep shots have gone to Justin Watson. Um, and then after him is MVS, who is has like, I mean, half Let's of those couple of like your lesson takeaways here because yeah. you're, you're tiptoeing to it. And I think your actual yeah. just slap of a takeaway are, are crushing, devastating, and excellent. I'll give you the, the, the biggest takeaway I would take is other than I think losing Juju Smith-Schuster has been damaging for the offense simply because, you know, I always talk about the roller coaster theory on the NFL. Like you must be this tall to ride the roller coaster. And the Chiefs really tested out the limits of the roller coaster theory with last year's group. But it worked overall with Juju, someone they trust and then MVS to stretch the field. Nearly as devastating. I would call it like the one and the 1A thing. The number one thing, I think they missed Juju, a guy they trust. He had a lot more targets than people realize in games he was healthy. Um, and in pretty big spots too. And then and then those targets, that bumps everyone else down Yep. in the notch. Like that slant that Justin Watson dropped, that that's Juju last year. Could be Rasheed Rice or Kadarius Tony this year, but whatever, because it's just a slant. I mean, I don't... Whatever. Um... <laughs> The 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 one A thing. <laughs> Josh is stabbing himself. Uh, yeah, for our, for our audience. Yeah, the our audience is uh, is. Uh, I wish our I wish our audible audience could hear this, this podcast, but jo- the, Josh has committed murder against himself. Uh, <laughs> the the one, more fully work. The one A thing, though, I really think that has been almost as big a deal, and this was the first kind of big takeaway I got, is that MVS taking a step back this year from what he did last year. Because last year, him and Mahomes weren't always on the same page, but they were more often. And that was all you needed from him was to hit a big play every other game or two plays every other game. One 50-yarder, one, like uh, in week one against the Lions, hit that big play down the field. Mm -hmm. And early in the season, they hit a couple of those with MVS and a couple with Watson. And that's where, like against Minnesota, against Denver the first time around, against LA even a little, teams were still playing a lot of too high stuff. Because they're like, man, we're still they're still going deep. And then as those started to fade away, teams started playing more and more aggressive. And, and it culminated in that second half against Philly. There's a reason they took like four or five deep shots against Philly in the second half, because Philly was daring them to do it. And those were the shots they hit last year. Cincinnati in the AFC Championship. They hit those shots. And MVS taking that step back in consistency has hurt very nearly as much as Juju being out. That, that, was, that was the first thing. And then the second thing, whichever thing you want to talk about, is they're asking Justin Watson to be, because MBS, I think, has taken that step back. So now they're trying to have Justin Watson fill that role, and he's not that guy. He's not. He's the once-every-three-games guy. Mm. And asking him to do it a couple times a game, it's just it's, he's punching out of his weight class. I don't blame him, but it, they're just asking him to do things that he's not capable of. But that's the like one thing that I realize is that for as much as the statistics weren't huge, MVS was being at least a certain level. The roller coaster level last year was much more important to the offense 
than even I realized. And the reason I say even I isn't because I'm so smart, but because I talked about it a lot. But even I didn't realize just how important it was. And I think that's what's showing up. And I expect teams to, I mean, dialing up cover zero against the Chiefs after 2019 or like the first few games of 2020. Remember 2020 when he just shredded Baltimore doing that? Since then, no one even tries it. The Eagles went for it. And now teams are like, oh, holy cow, there's blood in the water, man. And so until they start hitting those over the top, you're going to see that. And and you're also going to see Travis Kelsey putting up small stat lines because they are flooding the areas underneath. That part is also just so hard to watch. We talked about this some last week because you've written about it several times. But just, or I guess we talked about it on Tuesday, maybe, whatever. Uh, the the inability for anyone else to just even demand like a glance outside of Travis Kelsey and the intermediate stuff is so like watching three guys converge around Travis Kelsey is the is I think actually probably in my mind the best symptom that something is fundamentally broken because yeah. the 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 logic of like oh well it's gonna be Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and then a bunch of dudes and if they do put all this attention on Kelsey somebody is gonna hurt him. Because maybe we're maybe we're spreading that that talent a little thinner, but somebody's gonna be there. And to your point, Seth, the, the Eagles game feels kind of like the whatever the inverse of a proof of concept is, it's the proof of a failing concept. And I just Yes. I I don't know. Again, people should read along and get more of the details from from the story in the Chief of the North newsletter. Uh which probably have a dumb sale now or soon. I don't know. Maybe it does already. I'm not on Twitter right now. Uh it does. I just I just wanna let everyone know in Chiefs Kingdom. That everyone thinks that they have the best mom, but mine's the best. Hi, mom. She was putting something away. So. I, I heard the awe, and it it kind of made the episode. If if uh, if people are are with us right now, um, you know, you know what can help make this all better, Josh. I'd love to know. Alcohol is well. That too um, is Max Crosby deciding not to play on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Max, you guys aren't going to make the playoffs. Just, just chill, dude. Just so you're a great player. Just go and coffee with Spags while they're in town, and just I don't know, have a talk about what life could be like. You know, just if yeah, just, right. It, you know, if he ever wants to uh, understand that, you know, knee troubles only get better with 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 time off, then then he should take that advice. You know, uh, Max Crosby is doubtful for Sunday's game because of a knee injury. Um, as I've said last year, and you could say that less so this season, but I've always said that, man, Max Crosby is one of the 10 best defensive players in the league because I don't know anybody else on the Raiders. At least yeah. this year, yeah. they have Robert Spillane and Marcus Peters and, like, you know, functional NFL players, which was not the case the past two years, or Josh McDaniels. Why did I just say that? Because I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. But if Max Crosby's not going to be the one that's applying pressure, and he did a very good job last year um, doing that, in particular in the, in the first matchup in Kansas City, then maybe Patrick Mahomes scrambling, buying time will lead to more open receivers downfield because he doesn't feel the amount of pressure as usual. Now, as Seth said earlier, uh, with a with a cat that doesn't know it's on um, – incredibly live coverage this, this is callie she's a very very sweet cat here alan look hold 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 callie up like simba would you please oh i can't she's gone now um she, she'll now that i want to do something she's a cat you know yeah now yeah. that i want to do something it's over it's over. before she's like oh 
This looks like something I could interrupt. <laughs> it's kind of, uh... <laughs> All I'm saying is, yes. is that if if Max Crosby's not there, and let's say Patrick uses his legs to get out of the pocket, give himself a few seconds for his receivers to get open, maybe somebody downfield, maybe someone downfield, not named Marcus Odeskin or Justin Watson, then that might, you know, incentivize the Raiders to blitz more which is where things get really, really interesting because the Raiders are not afraid to come after people, um, but they're also understanding that like they kind of have to do that because uh, they need to win with scheme and a little bit of, you know, of a surprise element uh, versus just, you know, playing straight, you know, cover three and keeping everything in front of you and beating the living hell out of you like poor Geno Smith. Okay, can I real quick? Geno Smith, ladies and gentlemen, um, went from, you know, saying, oh, my God, about Aaron Donald to Aaron Donald <laughs> actually um, hitting this man in a way that is almost not legislated in the game anymore. But there was nothing he could do because he got there in two seconds. I kept rewatching that. I know someone has mentioned cocaine earlier. There's nothing like a there's nothing like a cocaine face white bacon. There's nothing like a cocaine bump than when. um you know, red zone shows a a, a, a an assault in real time, <laughs> and so you know because Drew Lock, Drew Lock, Geno Smith's got to come back out there four days later to get chased around by Nick Bosa. Yeah, it's not it's not right. All they do and is they, all they do is play a cover three, and every time I throw the football, Javarius Ward's right there. This isn't fair. Uh, yeah, you're not scoring 20 today. You're not scoring 20 today, Gino. Your arms hurt. Your offensive line is not great. And it's just one amazing pass rusher after another in a five-day stretch. It's just miserable. Um, But, yeah, the Raiders can't do that. Even though they play a similar type scheme, their cover three is not the 49ers cover three, kids. It's not. Well, let's talk more about where the Raiders can maybe help the Chiefs get right in a couple of spots and what we expect to see from the Chiefs' defense. But first, we go live to our DraftKings correspondent, Tucker Thanksgiving Franklin. The D stands for Thanksgiving. Thank you, Joshua, as always. And yes, there's so much to be thankful for. Family, friends, food, and the NFL football action all week long. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action, and new customers can bet just 5 bucks on NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. No matter your appetite, there's something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they've got it at DraftKings Sportsbook. Chiefs 8.5-point favorites against the Las Vegas Raiders on the road. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KCSN. New customers can bet 5 on the NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code KCSN, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Back to you, Josh. Tucker, I am thankful for you. Thank you. 
as yes. always. Uh, you said eight and a half there, and I, I think I knew that was the line, and I still went, oh, God, eight and a half. There, this, this, this team is at least 10 points better than, well, they're going to score. How's this going to go? So it's, it, it, I went through a weird, well, not weird in the second series. half. Definitely not in the second half. No, I think they scoring like 30 in the first half. What? I had a, what they had a first 60. Like that really is it. It's like, it's like handing. Can't you just call some of the same stuff? Does it always have to be different plays? Like, oh man, that looked dialed up twenty-two yards in the first quarter. Try it again. See what happens. Like you did corn dog twice in a row, like three plays apart. It's the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in my life. Like that's like Andy in the Super Bowl. Like guys, they don't know how to cover this. We're gonna do the same thing. And, and you're not going to believe this. The sky's going to be even more open. More open. Yeah. Andy, that's impossible. No, they have no idea how to cover it. Andy, that can... No, seriously. And then they did it. Why can't you do that? Like, Or like when Isaiah Pacheco runs for nine yards, it's like, you know what? I don't think they've got the horses to do this. Just And they showed a little of that a few times in a few games against the Eagles, of all hey, things. Hey, hey, Seth, hey, Seth, you're going to get third down. Clyde Edwards Alaire snaps on Sunday, baby. <laughs> Third down. Hey, you know what? Clyde Edwards Alaire. I've got, got a theory on Clyde. You want to hear? Sure. Clyde, much like myself, looks like he is playing at a heavier weight than he was this time last year. Now, I could be wrong because he's carrying it very differently than I do. All right, Clyde? I'm not, like, serious. All and thighs and hips, baby. His. <laughs> All thighs and hips. Um, maybe, maybe a honestly, with the way the, he's never going to be, he's never going to be a guy with enough burst convert to a power back. Cause I don't know about you, but the number of times I've watched Clyde, like carry like four dudes on his back. I'm like, he's got some power. He's just, he's too light. You got a low center of gravity. How are you way forward? I okay. think he could, he'll get a 10 year NFL career gain 15 pounds. Latrell, that is not, that is not appropriate, sir. Latrell, I'm assuming it's a sir. Do not put this man in the Eddie Lacy category, okay? <gasps> Eddie Lacy okay. deserves his only wing in the in the Hall of Fame, okay? It's hard in the Trent Richardson. Let's go. <laughs> Pull back one. Yes. Eddie Lacy went from 220 to 275. Two very different things. Um, <laughs> but that's I just no, I I I just I would love to see Andy do a little more like like I know you can't have a first 60, but honest to goodness, like you can throw some repeats out there and see how they work. That's maybe the problem with having such a diversified playbook. Oh, and also, can I just say something so people are aware of this? Sure. If you look at the reason, the last, oh, uh, let me just double check, make sure I've got this. Other than um, MVS and Watson dropping the last two deep passes against Philly, which, by the way, those are both drops. Both of those should have been caught. It hits you in the hands. Even like Justin Watson's tougher throw, Slay's coming. Move up a yard, dude. Like you have the space. Why don't you go three yards past the sticks if you're not going to attack the ball? Like, but whatever. Like those are basic things that you you just got to do. MVS is, was obvious. Besides that, though, because people are like, well, you know, you can't do Rasheed Rice, you can't do Kadarius Tony, you can't do Richie Gibbs because they they they're not as trusted. But I mean. Uh, look at this, you know, again, not on the same page. MVS spins. Watson moves inside rather than deep. Uh, MVS can't hold in the short throw. Watson flattens rather than pylon. Like, it's not as though Watson and MVS are executing this stuff at a particularly high level. They're not. And so, man, just take a shot. Just see what happens. Just see what happens. Line, let Rishi Rice run one more deep route. 
You let him do it against the Chargers, and you know what? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't get deep fast enough. He's running basically a variant of an out and up, and he didn't. Uh, he rounded it off a little. It had a little too much out before he went up, and that was a bummer. But he, you can't just. I was watching Geiston Watson. That was also a bummer. Yeah, and that's and again, it's not on Justin Watson. Like he's made some really clutch third down catches. He's done some things. But he's basically had to be their MVS this year because their MVS stopped being their MVS. That's why um, someone asked on Twitter, like, what is the very worst receiver that could guarantee the Chiefs a Super Bowl this year? And I said 2022 MVS because if he just plays like he played last year, he really can punish teams for doing this cover zero, cover one stuff. And that unlocks a whole plethora of dominoes to fall into place because they've got like 18 guys that can execute the stuff that's 10 yards and shorter. It's like, I mean, you know, let's draft another slot receiver. Like, I don't know. I'm just throwing these things out there. I kind of like that game. Your answer was the saddest one I've heard yet, though, of the worst receiver you could add to this roster to make them like a Super Bowl champ. Um, so Zach Eisen, we think, uh, did that. I will happily give him credit. He does. Uh, and if it's not, then I've given. Uh, yeah, yeah, Zach Eisen. Credit. Okay. So Zach Eisen asked that question. What would Zach your answer to that be, Nate? And we're talking previous years. Just, just, a, just a wide receiver in football, the worst receiver in football you could put on the Chiefs roster, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, they're like significantly odds-on favorites to to win the AFC, the Super Bowl, wherever you want to draw that line. Because uh, the, the guy who helped them do that last year has been sent to the shadow realm in New England, and that's all that's the brand of hard to look at. Yeah. Um, part of me wants to say Marcus Kemp, because, you know. Steve could always use another, another, another. Could always Mark Marcus Kemp. Another stint of Marcus wow. Kemp. I have Marcus Kemp. His name is Justin Watson. Oh boy. Um, you know Marcus Kemp would have downed that that punt at the two yard line. Just, saying, especially teams. Yeah, Marcus Kemp like, would have downed that punt, just and then they would have gained. Hold on, let me think. Thirty-seven whole yards of field <laughs> position instead of nineteen. Now maybe uh, they would have taken them four plays instead of two. I'm not bitter this week. I'm sorry. You really are. The yeah. stockings behind you is such a funny vibe. I know. This yeah. is like the wrong stuff. No, it's things. Yeah. Um, somebody will probably point this out, and I'm okay saying it. Um, Marset? Amir? Uh, Amir <laughs> I mean, he's letting in a power roster. Richie James? No. James like no. Nah. I mean, he's on the roster. It's a crazy thing. It's like Kadarius Tony would be a great answer for that question if he was on the Chiefs roster. That would be interesting too. I think. I think the honest answer um, <laughs> is that was good. If if I watch this young man, he's very talented. I believe his quarterback's elbow is um, dust at this point. But if they had Puka Nakua, oh, oh my God, oh child. Well, it's not uh, like they would have had any shot to draft him. No. I mean, what am I talking about? Like, like anyone saw that coming. No, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you really can't get mad about that stuff. It's not like there were guys who were foreseeable to be really good, like Josh yeah, and Higgins. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, younger players uh, right. at, the, at the receiver position. So, so Puka kind of fits that mold. All uh, right. Now, look, guys. It took basically a year and three quarters. Did you see? Did you see Christian? Oh yeah, I've okay. seen it. I've Did you see it. Christian Watson? Oh, so I I saw. I mean, this is for Times R's listeners. I had a deep, yeah, 
emotional love affair with Christian Watson. Only for That's him. A fair way of describing it. Only for him to fall in the second round, which I kind of predicted. Only for the Chiefs not to have a pick in that range. Uh, they may have. I think they may have tried to move up a little bit further in the second round. It didn't happen, so they obviously moved up towards the middle of the second round. I think is how they got Sky Moore, and then they uh, came back and got Brian Cook. Um, but yeah, and he was a BYU product. Someone just pointed that out in the comments. Puka, Nakua. Uh, Puka? Yeah, uh, I mean, guys, like, I mean, Puka Nakua, Mike. Well, it just he's a guy who could do stuff. He, if I, I, I'm going to like just to sound. If the Chiefs have Puka Nakua, well, would he be playing? Do you guys actually think he'd be playing? I'm actually yeah. curious. I think Kit had something about this of like, I maybe I'm giving credit to the wrong person. Today. I mean, if I'm giving credit to Kit, it's to the wrong person. But somebody <laughs> had. So I think it may have been camp, something like kind of talking about some of the wide receiver like um, issues. Uh, yeah, and the, the the idea of Andy Reid not playing young receivers being maybe a little bit of a cop out because the guys he's had who have ended up being decent at all have at least played some early on. Right. I still don't know what I believe about that. Yeah, well, his, his snap count has gone way up. His target count has yeah. Gone up. I, know, I don't even know what to blame for that. Right. There's, if I were to say I'm frustrated by anything about all of it, it's not necessarily the draft. The draft can be a crapshoot. I understand the skill set they saw with Sky Moore um, and still do sometimes, honestly. Um, I understand the skill set with Rasheed Rice. I think Rasheed Rice, as his role continues to expand, I think he's going to be a good receiver. Um, so I get that. And sometimes you miss on guys. You know, McCole Hardman, that was a swing for a very specific skill set. Yeah. These things happen. I get it. Um, and, where, and where did he play in college, Seth? Where did he play? McCole Harvard, he played yeah. south of the Mason Dixon. That's line. right, kids. And so south. I think the frustrating thing for me this year, I um, get what they were trying to do. They kind yeah, of doubled down on last year's idea, right? In terms of, mm-hmm. hey, Mahomes can make this work with guys with certain skill sets, with a good offensive line, et cetera. They tried to double down on it. Here's what I find really aggravating about it is by midseason, when the trade deadline was, they knew. They knew that Moore hadn't taken that next step. They knew that the eggs being in the Kadarius Tony basket weren't working out. They 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 knew MVS, and maybe they're hoping you know MVS will kind of upswing again. Which, by the way, if MVS upswings just to last year's levels, a lot of these conversations aren't being had as much. But you know, all these things are happening, and you still stand pat at the trade deadline with this defense and and this iteration of Kelsey. That's where I think I get more frustrated because I understand you're 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 thinking about four years down the road. I get that, but they had options. They could have made calls. On a more happy note, look at this handsome buck. Oh, my goodness. Those of you who are just listening, you guys are missing out on. I think this is is Jazz and Brad Pitt. Is that a good jacket? (laughs) You know, it would be easy to believe with that strong jaw and terrific hair. Look at that. Let me check this out, guys. Look at this. The Jill can't even tell me. the passage of time. So everyone holding up a picture, Jazz and I's wedding day, and my beautiful wife Jazz, who asked Oh my god, that's you? Yep. And this, so I'm and so I'm lifting it up right now. And when you pull it down, you can barely tell the difference. It's just like it's it's as though I just happened to cut my hair, and that is literally the only thing that's different. She went to bed one day, and then she woke up in in 11, how many years? How many years later? 16 years ago. 16, yeah. Yes, I mean, my goodness. Uh, Just, you know. That's on a happier note. I I actually, that's when I was getting distracted earlier, looked around, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of, like, pictures around here. 
And that's that's one of my favorite ones. And plus, for those of you who've been listening for a while, I don't know if you know this, but man, that jazz is a looker. Okay, yeah. and the, and the guy who's living that big <laughs> shirt must have had stock in L.A. looks. <laughs> I, I was a crew guy, by the way. Oh, okay. I, I, okay. none of that L.A. looks touching these beautiful locks. It doesn't really hold up when I'm touching my current one quarter inch of hair. Yeah, I don't know. Your hair was looking pretty good. I don't know why you keep doing this. Get, get yourself a big tub of yellow hair gel and let's get back in there. So all we're all we're trying to prepare you all as an audience and as a viewership, God bless you for spending your day after Thanksgiving with us, is anybody's going to have an immaculate, let's say dominant first 15 to first 25. Uh, they'll be up 10 nothing. And then the defense will be asked to do what it's been asked to do all season, which is play dominant football. Yep. Uh, Legereus lead on Devontae Adams, Chris Jones harassing Aiden O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell throwing into double coverage because he's really good at that, kids. I cannot stress <laughs> yeah. enough. Spags out. We know what Spags is going to do here. I cannot stress enough how good Aiden O'Connell is at finding a second, perhaps a third <laughs> defender. And being like, but what if it's like Madden, right? What if I just sing that thing in there? And they're like, and they're like, no, son. No. Hey, 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 uh, hey, Aiden O'Connell, we have, we have a timeout. We're down seven. We're in midfield. Just keep, keep, keep matriculating, baby. Keep matriculating. We got time. We got time. Why? Again, I know I said this last episode. Why is he throwing? That ain't even 17. <laughs> Why is he throwing in the double cup? Why? Wait, oh. <laughs> so I look for what I'm most interested as I fly to Las Vegas tomorrow is how many times will Aiden O'Connell throw in the double coverage against the Chiefs? How many times? Can it be four? Please. One a quarter. Let's make it he interesting. Is, he is going to misidentify cover six as cover three at least twice once. And, <laughs> throw it, and throw it right into the slot corner's hands. That is going to happen, whether or not they catch it or not, but that is a million percent going to happen. You're going to see a ball get whipped at Trent McDuffie's face. Like, he's going, oh, you know, like, he's going to, it's going to be self-defense yes. catching that thing. So, so look, I know the over-unders, I know the spread. They don't deserve y'all trust. Now, I think they'll win. <laughs> I think they'll win, but I'm not sure they deserve your betting trust at this point because, um, you know, the Eagles were a worthy team that they respected and they put some really nice stuff on tape for it to be, you know, uh, for it to crumble uh, via execution. So I'm not expecting as strong of a game plan because it's the first matchup against the Raiders and they play this team a month from now on Christmas. So look, Maybe some things get interesting if the Raiders get up, but Josh, oh, this is going to go. They're going to be up 13 to three at half, and we'll see if they score in the second half. They'll be then they'll be up 16 to three at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yeah. And the defense with the deep with the Raiders getting the ball back at around all, oh, let's say their own 45 yard line after sure. hunt. Sure. And with the defense being asked to hold for the fifth straight drive. Correct. Man, I am like I, I'm actually very thankful this this year. For many, many we all are. I'm just irritable about little things that really aren't that big deal. I do want to say, having watched the Jets and Dolphins today, I said this before we started recording. Okay. The Chiefs offense isn't bad. It's like average-ish. Maybe a little better. 
you know, that's a little worse. The, the average offense scores in the second half. That is also accurate. <laughs> they no. score so much more in the first half that they, <laughs> but they've, 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 they've generally been average ish <laughs> watching the jets. I was like, this is like watching a different sport. Oh. Like it was, oh, right. I know, now, I know this is a different game, but a different, a different side of the sport. But today on simultaneously was TCU, Oklahoma and Iowa, Nebraska. And the TCU Oklahoma over under was sixty five, and the Nebraska Iowa over under was twenty five. OU TCU ended up over a hundred total points. I don't remember the final score. And TCU Nebraska I think ended at thirteen to ten. Or Iowa Nebraska I misspoke, but Iowa Nebraska hit the lowest under I've seen in ages, and TCU Oklahoma hit the highest over I've seen in a minute in games happening simultaneously, theoretically in the same sport of American college football. So that's actually the Chiefs in the first half and the Chiefs in the second. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, wonderful points. Um, look, I don't uh, know if my connection got bad or if you guys just got bored. I couldn't tell. No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> no, sorry. I have, I have, I have one bit of notes. I have one note, one note. Okay. Um, I don't know if people are aware of this. Um, let me look at his age one more time. He's thirty-two. So you know we're getting up there in age. The Chiefs, uh, let me get the date right. You know, try to be a respectable respectable journalist. A month ago, on October 24th, the Chiefs signed Mike Pinnell to their practice squad. It's been a month. We know how Andy likes to, even with veterans who are coming back yet again, you know, I know McCole Hartman got more attention because of the trade, before the deadline. But the Chiefs also signed Mike Pinnell to their practice squad to strengthen the middle of their defensive line. That has two healthy scratches every single week. Uh-huh. And look, he's been on the roster for a month now, so he should know all the verbiage, all the terminology, base personnel, uh, you know, assignments. Uh, you know, he healthy scratches every week for the whole line. It's just one DT. Anyway, sorry, Nate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he played. I think Gobert's back. He played 17 games last season for the Chicago Bears, uh, being a, a savvy veteran in the locker room. All I'm asking is, what does he have to do to replace Matt Dickerson? Not be Neil Farrell either, I guess. I know. I I, I, I want to tell everybody right now, Neil Farrell, BJ Thompson, Wanye Morris, those are all red shirts, Okay. I didn't name Felix, but Felix might as well be a red shirt. Too. Red shirt. Yeah. Um. There, I just want to see what the difference is between Mike Pinnell and Matt Dickerson, because if people forget, Matt Dickerson was D tackle one at training camp, and there's something to be said about a professional who doesn't get worse as the season goes along. But Seth, has Matt Dickerson gotten better as the season's gone along? Therefore, I just want to see what it's like with with Mike Pinnell next to, you know, the occasional Derek Nottie snaps on first down in the second quarter. I think we all would like to see a change there. And I'm trying to say it in a way that's not uh, disrespectful to the current individual. Getting, he's not asking to get marched out there. Hey, Dickerson, you, uh, you're pretty strong against the run, right? And he's like, no, coach. No, like, <laughs> no, coach. No, I'm not a double T eater. Hey, uh, coach, what, what, what snaps do I get? Yeah. What, when, as, 
first and second nope. down snaps. I, I, no, it's, that's been a frustrating thing I, among a defense that's playing so well. Right. I do have a, uh, a question from the comments that I feel obligated to answer. Okay. From, yeah. from, from, be, from, a, from, yeah, it's going to be nothing. From a, from a Ms. Briscoe. Yeah. Okay. Now, oh, that's it. All right. Oh! There. So hey! it was observed by, by, by someone who undoubtedly has terrible children that, there's there's nine stockings here, and I have five kids. Just one terrible uh, child. There's actually ten stockings here. It's kind of just a little bit, a little bit kerfuffled and hard to see it. These, so I'm at my parents' house, and so this is all the grandchildren's stockings. They didn't love me enough to have a stocking for me. Oh. I was a child. I. It's pretty tough. Pretty tough. <laughs> it gave him a bandana with an orange in it, you know, and he was walking out of a stick walking around. And this is why he's such a Scrooge now. It's, it's since been a terrible mood uh, the day after Thanksgiving. I, I, he's, ready, he's ready to tell people to humbug off. Yes, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready to bah humbug people. And But you know what? What's going to put me in a good mood in early January when I'm in sunny Florida, getting to know new friends and, and getting some wonderful stories? I'm going to make sure they do not get your phone number. Oh. Let's let's review real quick. Um, real quick, Marquez Valdez Scantling, their most experienced receiver, down year. Justin Watson, their second most experienced receiver, being asked to be a number one for the first time in Jack Snow's six-year career. Was he even the number one receiver at his college? Maybe. Oh, okay. That was too mean. I feel kind of bad about that. Maybe. And also, it might be true. That's why it feels bad. Uh, McCall Hartman just got here. Sadly, just got hurt. Uh, <laughs> poor. Rasheed Rice, rookie. You know what you signed up for. Uh, five. Sky Moore. More of the same. Six. Richie James. Somehow the savior by Thanksgiving. Coming back from checks notes and <laughs> knee injury. Uh, <laughs> Justin Ross? Training camp, darling, on the exempt list. For reasons. For for logical reasons. Eight. Dontrell Washington, great special teams punt returner, hasn't been on the roster since. Nine. His name is Montrell. Dontrell, yes. Montrell. That's that's where we all are. Uh, nine. Who's nine? Who's nine, Josh? Who's nine? Oh, oh, oh. Dude with a great lettuce. Rookie, practice squad, great head of hair. All I'm saying is, a Sky Moore? I did say Sky Moore more. Okay. Same. Nine is Kadarius Tony. No, sorry. Someone you traded for and... Guys, I named nine receivers, okay? Nine. Nine. All right? One of them. And thank you, thank you. See, we're such a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're so good at this it's annoying how good we are at this you read the field you see what's happening you see what the defense is playing I see what my guy is doing right there I was just like you know what that guy needs me to follow close behind because he's about to pitch me that ball and I'm going to be so ready for it like that I'm we're more like the defense I am sitting there and I am Brian Cook and I'm like this dude is going to pitch me the ball because he's crazy yes <laughs> Take us home. My goodness. I'm just, I want, I would need to see Chase Coda hit the field. I just wanted to say his name on this podcast. Also, Cornell Powell saw the practice squad also. I mean, we could really, 
we could spice up this rotation. How long has it been since we heard from Cornell Powell? Maybe maybe he gets to run a few routes. Let him run a nine. Burner speed, Cornell Powell, right? He played yeah, yeah. last season. You know, yeah. it's out. Uh, I mean, he's 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 a viable option. Some would ask, or some would say, compared to the nine guys who have been on the field that I have said earlier. Also, your pass catcher's thirty-four years old, kind of beat up, and they're still triple teaming him. Yeah, that is the biggest indictment on yes, all of he's. Older than all of you. Goodbye, baby. He's so old. All right. He wants to start a new life with her, and they're still triple teaming him. Yeah. It's an indictment on all of you. This, that man will play for another four years if you don't make his life impossible. You know, he he will play as long as. But he's contemplating. He's contemplating. He told the Wall Street Journal, I might want to be with her long term. He didn't name a single one. Single yeah, if he retired after this year, just on account of just, I'm good. If he's like Mike <laughs> Logan, like like that's the late we are we are in Logan territory in the Wolverine storyline. Yeah, if he says no, I'm too old for this bleep. I'm tired of getting triple teamed all the time. My body hurts. I hate you all. Bye. I would yeah. look. <laughs> Andy Reid's giving me mean looks sometimes when I come off the field. What? That was man. That was our only chance. You know, so Jason and Travis Kelsey have talked before. And when Mahomes was on the podcast with them, and I think even Chris Jones made the, they talk about, oh, the mustache. When you get the mustache move from him. I'd never actually seen him. Like, he is capable of giving that angry dad energy look. I was, I was spooked for him. Why I don't you, know what Travis you, was doing. It's just, you know, <laughs> you no good rapscallion. Like, I like no good rapscallion as a dismount. Let's uh, give a Raiders prediction and get out of here. I got to go catch some race. I mean, freeze in the terrible, terrible uh. bowl. I have uh, 75 in the Gulf. As, as, wa- as, 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 as waters just rush upon the beach. Yeah, I, I'm going to go touch some sand again tomorrow for sure. Um, but can we touch enough grass to make this game interesting? I think you guys nailed it. I, I was really tiptoeing around. And, you know, an eight and a half. Like, of course, they're gonna, I mean, it's the Raiders. This Raiders team isn't very good. I think that Steve Spagnuolo is going to liquefy Aiden O'Connell until there's no longer a benefit to it. And, and then and then eventually just all right just you know run run the Madden plays and let's get out of here. Um, and then I think the Chiefs offense is going to try for a little bit and then run the Madden plays uh, and then we're all just going to be very sad at the end. Here's my one actual prediction. I'm not looking at the lines. I haven't seen anything. I feel like MBS is getting like three targets in the first half. Like I oh, I yeah. think I think this is a I will throw it to you. I have to jam it in your face mask. I just want to build some confidence, even if it's angry confidence. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna. God, man, I'm so sad saying this out loud. I'm going to say 20 to 10. Give it to me. I wanted to give him 13, but I honestly don't believe in it. I'll say Chiefs Chiefs win by 10. You will not catch me touching that spread. It just as easily could be 20 to 17 or 23rd. It won't be. It will not be stressful in the fourth quarter, but man, it might be frustrating again. So I'll say 20 to 10 Chiefs. I am channeling different energy. I've decided I've been grumpy this whole podcast, but the appearance of my mom and your mom, I mean, it just it is lifting my spirits. This is it. This is the game that they set us up to be hurt again. The offense. <laughs> this is the game we're like, oh, they figured it out. Thank God. Only for them to score like, you know, six twenty eight of those bills. Yeah. Yeah. The Bills game is, is when the offense oh, will stop. Gosh, I forgot about that. I'm gonna be there. Anyway, real game left, I think. This is you know what? 28. 
Chiefs 37, Raiders 10. What is he doing? They just old school. Everyone's hold on, mad. Hold on, hold on. I'm looking at the curtain. It's raining gumdrops. This is awesome. <laughs> what a fairy tale. Why does he do this? Um, is he 37 said? He said, you gotta 37. believe. If the Chiefs were 37 on Sunday, you can tase me. A thing you still need to do. Right. Um, I'm going to say Chiefs 20, Raiders 16. A lovely backdoor cover touchdown by Aiden O'Connell. I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's perfect. I mean, it'll everyone is mad. Yeah, it'll be twenty. <laughs> it'll be twenty to nine. You've all been there. Then they're gonna score a touchdown. Maybe they go for two, but like, yeah. yeah. All right, maybe I should say twenty fifteen. Maybe they go for two and they don't get it. I love that. And also, Nate, you and I both have the game having fewer points than Seth thinks the Chiefs will score. Yep, because because what really. Seth watches all the all 22 and says they're somehow able to get 40 out of this. All they need to do is hit on two of these deep shots. Just do yeah, that. I do they love. Should have had two more touchdowns against the Eagles. I love Seth, White makes this comment here. 37 stats in a row. <laughs> Seth, read your, read your own legal pad, sir. Until I see <laughs> I it. Can't. You can't. I, I don't. <laughs> until, they, until, they, until they complete a deep pass. They're gonna be in the twenties because the game's gonna take too long. They're gonna have to matriculate down the bo- the ball down the field. Also, another stat for people to keep in mind: um, the Raiders do get turnovers, and the Chiefs do give them. So the Chiefs <laughs> have been in one game this year. There's only been one game this year, kids, where the Chiefs have not turned over the football. One, they've played ten of those, and the Raiders get turnovers. That's one of the benefits this year from what they were last year. Is they actually do generate more turnovers now. Um, it's a benefit of having Marcus Peters on your team, but uh, but yeah, you know, if the Chiefs don't turn the ball over, then sure, maybe they could score thirty-seven. But we have ten games that says they will give the ball to the Raiders at least once. I felt pretty good about just uh, what what has really worked well for me in the prediction business is I'm going to keep picking the Chiefs to hold teams at twenty-four or less every single week until they break it because I really believe in that. I'm not going to pick the Chiefs to score thirty until uh, until there's something that encourages me that way. But um, you know. I'm in the show me state. I'm not. I'm in the sunflower or the uh, sunshine state set. What's the what's Minnesota called? The land of 10,000 lakes. Oh, that makes sense. And it's yeah. a beautiful place six months out of the year. This ain't one of those months. Florida, I think, is only beautiful like eight months out of the year. And then the other four is is also kind of unpleasant in a different way. So, you know, you just got to get your little summer yeah, home situation. Yeah. You walk outside and go. You'd <gasps> be <laughs> like, gills. I need gills. Uh, well, we'll be back on Monday if the Chiefs score 10 or 30 or whatever. We'll, we'll yeah. go for you. So uh, we will be back around then. Uh, I think everyone said everything they needed to say. So, Nate, you can get us out of here. Seth's leaving. <sighs> wow. Incredible. Um, so, once again, if you're listening, if you're watching, thank you so much for this lovely, uh, you know, second dish for Thanksgiving. We, we couldn't these are leftovers for sure yeah we couldn't do this without you all um this is a very heartfelt one while while seth is already gone he's 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 i mean he's here but i don't <laughs> are you in runner's blocks right now what's going on <laughs> I, i'm old then my knees hurt let, let have you been doing this show from your knees before. i remember when i asked if we could do this show in 50 minutes this week yeah yeah what was that like an hour and a half ago? Yeah. Hey, take us out. I'm 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 gonna stop doing things. 
you can only look, look, guys. You can only do so much with stuffing. You gotta let it go, baby. You gotta let it go. Stuffing, stuffing after the second day is unnecessary. You, you, you're doing too much to your body. All right. I don't know. I know that's unusual for Seth to hear, and I know we didn't get into our usual Thanksgiving, you know, misgivings. But here we are. Let the stuffing go. Let it go. You know, if you want to get upset with me, that's fine. Um, have yourself twenty more turkey sandwiches. But I'm here to tell stuffing that you're really kind of a one day dish, and that's fine. This is the most controversial thing that's ever come from this show. And said that I do not endorse this comment. I can tell by his facial expression. It was today that I learned that Nate hates America and everything it stands for. You only learned that today? I think I need I think I need to take a minute. Stuffing? Yeah, man. Stuffing is okay. No, that's fine. I mean, it's just okay. wet bread. Why can't you heat up wet bread again? It's just tasty wet bread. Yeah, and then you heat it up in the microwave, it gets wetter, which is kind of a weird thing about microwaves. It just gets guys. Nice. Crispy kind of bits, put it on a sheet pan, put it in your toaster oven or something. I don't know. Are you are you do you mean like the you mean like the turkey guts? Like the actual just like it's gizzards and stuff? That seems gross. Guys, Holly know about this? Yeah. <laughs> Great question. Uh, look, I just did she before you got married? Clearly not. Oh, uh, <laughs> look, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the I, I don't know, but I just I don't eat it anymore. You know, it, it was fine. It was fine. But there's so other like you got greens, you got mashed potatoes, you got yams, you got you got the rolls, you, you got everything else. You, you know, the corn casserole, baby. You're passing up on stuffing, yeah, because I, of corn. I love corn. Don't you? Don't you? Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 hey! Renee's been getting real wacky <laughs> with the corn casserole, and it's just came downstairs to pop his head and go, Nate, take it back. <laughs> yeah, you got to, man. You got to. You got. You got it. People can hear this, man. This is crazy. Wow, I didn't know it was gonna. Hey, look, it's really controversial. Jason's a big dude, man. I'd be careful. <laughs> look, I just. I said, wow, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna sound like a crazy person. But that's fine. You know, that's fine. You know, really really the day two's for, for pie. We all know this. Let's not let's not Oh, I've definitely had two types of pie today. Look, we yeah, can all, we can all agree on some things. Yeah. I mean, look, I didn't I didn't know that I had I didn't know I had such a take that the rec record actually scratched off the machine. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. I, I half think either either Tucker has given up on us completely. Or he actually is just letting this just drag out. Well, this is a really, this might be, this this could be the behind the music of like when this show finally went off the rails. Like we were able to survive a lot, but as soon as we started sharing Thanksgiving takes, I just, I just think everyone has a responsibility to try a little bit of everything first time around. I just think, I just think that's what, 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 what life's all about, you know? Yeah. You sound you good at this, but man, I, that was, that was bad. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, 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 I'm look, it's okay. I'm, hey, your take. I just, I was just alarmed just by it. And I'd never heard anybody. I mean, stop. I don't worry about it. You don't know how to remember the, remember the time I went like this. You know, we all do. Yeah, know it's I mean, funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stuff is just a one day dish. It's fine. You know. Are you not having the right kind of stuffing? Look, or did don't, someone hurt you? Don't, don't, don't. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what you're here. Don't, don't try to insinuate that I am putting a family member under the bus. Okay, when it comes to Thanksgiving meals. 
I am Andy Reid. And you know what? They're going to cook it. You know, I've seen them cook it well before. They're going to cook it well again. You know, I'm not going to put anybody under the bus. And Look, in the chat right now, don't make stuffing uh, Don't make stuffing your number one. Stuffing is the Justin Watson of Thanksgiving dishes. I'm okay with some of that. I'm not That's saying, what I'm I, trying to say. 90% of my plate will not be stuffing. But right. day two, if I'm, put, I'm putting potatoes, I'm putting turkey, I'm putting stuffing yes. all there together, I'm microwaving that whole little mess and just doubts that whole thing. Crazy. I, I really... I really think that you're picking you're picking people, stuffing over green beans. I mean, no, green bean casserole is my one one. That one's that's been well. Well, you got to understand, I'm in Minnesota, so I'm legally obligated to not just eat a pound of mashed potatoes, but there's always going to be at least two gigantic things of cheesy potatoes, which it's like. Thank you, wife. Yeah, I mean, oh, and yeah, cheese. Here's here's what I'm going to tell everybody to do: go to your local Walmart. And buy us meaty patty LaBelle sweet potato pies as they'll sling you over the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. No one puts together a B roll level pie than Patty LaBelle, you know? So, really, my second, my, my plate would be turkey, maybe a little potatoes, maybe a little corn, a lot of yams, a lot of sweet potatoes. It's just they still need stuffing. Stuffing is a is a is a is a innings eater on Thanksgiving, and then we don't need them for the rest of the year. Stuffing, stuffing is the one dish in the world that the very cheapest version of it is the best. Right. I mean, you can you gotta respect that. I would eat stovetop stuffing for every meal for like a week. Probably not yeah. like. Yes, thank you. Seasonal, like a week. I want it to be seasonal. I want to eat it three days in a row around Thanksgiving, though. That's yeah. I mean, I'm like 11 months, I'll forget about it. So I'm eating Patty LaBelle while Dolly Parton is in that outfit. Lord, what, what, what year is it? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.